Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Listen, a debt of hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars is not something you do just because it's fashionable. This is not a Birkin bag. This is a (laughs) home and they will kick you out. The bank will take back your home. Hello and welcome to the To My Sisters podcast. I'm Courtney and I'm Renee and we are your online big sisters and hosts of the To My Sisters podcast. We are all about promoting the wellness, growth and development of a community of sisters across the world. And in today's conversation, we're going to be talking about living conditions. Stay with the parents, rent or buy a home. We walk you through our own situations as well as things to consider with each option. Today, we're going to be talking about living conditions. Yes. I'm really excited about this one. So am um, I. Yeah, I think it's something that is very topical. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of back and forth on social media and all that good stuff about <laughs> it. And um, yeah, home ownership is one of those big things that yeah. people see as, you know, a major milestone in mm-hmm. their life, right? Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to talk a little bit about the context and, you know, what people are going through when it comes to yeah. their living conditions before we jump into, you know, our own stories yeah. and um, thinking about what kind of practical advice we can give our listeners. Why do you think there's such a hubbub around? Wow, well, hubbub! That's a new one. That's for the a word new one. Bank. That's a new one. Why do you think there's such a big fuss yeah. around home ownership? Yeah. Do you think that to be a fully functioning adult, you need to have moved out of your parents' home? Mm. And what are the key factors that are preventing a lot of people from home ownership? in in the 21st century so i get why people are like i i want my own space and it's uh it's not a badge of honor but it's a massive milestone right to be able to it's a massive purchase first of all like to own your own home it's a new stage of acquiring an asset which will hopefully open the doors to some sort of wealth in your family um or for yourself currently and that is massive like that's really important um but I also think it comes with a social status thing it comes with a social symbol of I got money like that (laughs) (laughs) I've bought my own home and it is an accomplishment 100% and shout out to everyone who's done it Mm. um but at the same time it's also those things of like clink 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 I've bought a house you know I'm not renting yeah and I think it's it's good because I believe in ownership 100% um and I want to buy a house one day. We both do. Yeah. So it's that thing of like, okay, when that stage finally comes, what do I think it represents about me? What do I think it, it signals to other people? Yeah. Um, as well as just being just a major accomplishment in itself. Uh, yeah. That's what I'd say. Yeah. I definitely agree. Um, I think that it does, it's the social thing, right? It's like, yeah. I have my own home. <laughs> just going to my house. <laughs> going to my house. <laughs> Um, and it's nice, right? Being in your own space. And I think for our generation as well, where a lot more people are staying at home for a lot longer, the whole, you know, 
mini economic depression or whatever means <laughs> you know, that the it panoramic. is you know the panoramic <laughs> and also just for our generation so thinking about like millennials and gen z's in particular it's a lot more difficult than it was for say you know baby boomers to buy a home because mm. things are a lot more expensive yeah housing you know our context like we live in london buying a house in london is outrageously expensive yeah. outrageously expensive outrageous is the word it, oh, it actually is the word like, <laughs> just outrageous and it's just not feasible for a lot of people yeah. in this current climate to buy a home. 100%. So I think it's definitely, it's definitely a lot more difficult as much as it is like, you know, a social status thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that a lot of us should put less pressure on ourselves 100%. to buy a home. And even thinking about that, I want to know, like, what are your opinions on this whole idea of, you know, like living at home because I mean, on social media, there's a lot of like back and forth about, oh, you still like live with your parents or you still live in your family home and like you're in your like late twenties or whatnot or early thirties. Why do you think there's such a social stigma around, you know, living in your parents' house and what are your thoughts on it generally? I think this, the stigma is like, (laughs) grow up, (laughs) move out. Um, for context, I still live at home. I still mm. live with my parents mm. um, and I love it. Like I actually, mm. as much as I, yeah, having my own like big place would be great. I get home, live at home rent-free and yeah. I'm saving. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, I that... get to have my mom's cooking when on <laughs> the happens. Month, you know, Do you get on what tap. I mean? Yeah. Um, and also there's that level of, it gives me the ability to save mm-hmm. um, and I'm, I'm not in a rush to move out. But I think there are also these connotations of like, and not even, it's true. When you move out, there's a new level of independence. So then you kind of assume if I'm still living at home, am Mm. I dependent? Mm. Um, And there's a new increase in responsibilities, right? Taking care of your bills, making sure that things are paid on time, make sure you always have food and heat. Like all of these are new responsibilities, which really mature you and they grow you, which I think is really important as well. But again, I think some people do use it as um, a status symbol and then it kind of leads to you doing things prematurely and out of season. So I, I see a lot of people, I think, mm. who rush to like move out. And it's yeah. like, did you really have to though? Mm. And what was the motivation behind this? Is it because you needed the space? Did you want the independence? Did you, or did you actually have enough money? And I think a lot of people push themselves to do things where they don't have enough money to do it and mm. don't feel shamed because you live at home. Like I earn a full-time salary. I have my own business. I have savings. I'm not rushing to move out because I don't have to. (laughs) That's fine. Um, But I think a lot of people see it as like, ah, I'm making money now. Let me move out. And it's like, is that an expense you need? Mm. Is that an expense you can really commit to? And if you can, move freely. Like no one's counting your pockets is do what you want. But make sure it's a wise decision for you. Mm. Don't let anybody pressure you. Especially people you know or don't know into thinking you have to move urgently or you have to do something out of season for you and and prematurely for you because they're not going to help you pay your bills they're not they're not and there's a lot of bills you have to pay (laughs) tell us there's a lot of bills yeah so i i currently rent um i was living with well i was living with my family Mm. for a while but it just became an untenable situation Mm. in the sense like i love my family very similar situation and in a full-time salary side hustles all that kind of stuff um, but yeah, I just, I really needed my own space. Mm. I really needed my own independence. 
Um, and it was just a time where it made sense for me to move. Like yeah. I wouldn't have moved after, like later on, and I wouldn't yeah. have moved before that at all. Mm. Um, but yeah, a situation arised where I was able to actually move out yeah. and commit to a like relatively decent rent amount. Yeah, Lord knows if it was any higher, be in my mama's home. Happily. <laughs> Happily. Um, but yeah, I currently rent and it's been great. Like it's one of the best decisions that I've made so far. And um, I really would not, I probably will not go back home as much as it is financially viable for me mm. to do so. Because I think, yeah, like you said, there's just a lot of um, noise around the whole, yeah, I live by myself and da da da, da. It's not all it's cracked up to be. Like, but it's tell nice. us though. Yeah, tell us the pros and it the is, cons. It is, you know, okay, so the pros are, it's nice. Yeah. It actually <laughs> is nice. I can do whatever I want whenever I want. Yeah. I don't have anybody disturbing my peace. Right. I'm in my own space pretty much all of the time. Um, like, obviously when Corona is not around, my friends can come around whenever yeah, they freely. want and stay. And like, it's a new, it's a nice area, new area. Um, it's accessible. Mm. Um, it's also a lot easier to control my food. Cause as much as I love right. my mom's cooking, my mom can, I love you mom, but she'd be <laughs> out here. She's a feeder. Yeah. Your mom's throws down. She's in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she wants she's, you to eat. <laughs> she is she like if you come to my house Courtney knows if you come to my house you can't leave without eating thank you Auntie. So, <laughs> you can't leave without eating and I'm low-key starting to take on them habits of being a feeder but it's okay um yeah so it's a lot easier for me to manage like my diet it's mm. a lot easier for me to like just get into routines and systems that really suit me yeah um particularly because I have quite a large family yeah. so having that many siblings around all the time. I love you guys too. Don't take it personal. You already know. Can be around you all the time. Hear so that. that's just been really, really blissful. Um, In terms of the cons, obviously the biggest con is you have to pay rent. You have to pay money. And you need to actually have, if you're not the kind of person who is able to budget effectively, yeah. then you shouldn't move out. You're going to struggle. You shouldn't. You're going to struggle. And even in thinking about things like home ownership as well, where you have a mortgage as opposed to rent, if you're not financially savvy, and this doesn't mean that you have to earn a certain amount, mm. like you have to be like balling, because there's a lot of people that are balling that end up bankrupt within a year. Ooh. If you're not financially savvy, then you should really think about whether you can commit to something like rent. Yeah. And this goes like some people, some people's vices, you know, they, they go for a car instead of the, that moving out. Right. right. It's about how financially literate are you mm. and how much capacity do you have to actively steward your money such that you'll be able to cover those bills mm. like I pretty much pay all of my bills now I pay my rent I pay for my food I pay for you know my phone I pay for literally any expense to do with me I pay for it if you're not willing to do that mm. or if you're not in a situation that means that you have to do it mm -hmm. and take your time because yeah. who likes to pay bills <laughs> if you can delay it then why are we rushing to do these things as you get like i just I, I mean it is i guess it's a as you said grow up but if the situation is untenable yeah. then why would you do it so 100%. those are kind of like the the main cons and also if you're like if you move to an area that's like particularly new to you mm. it can feel a little bit lonely sometimes yeah. and all that kind of like stuff that's but if a you part do, of life I'm yeah away. yeah and i mean i mean mine is a very like peculiar situation so one of my really good friends lives across the road like not even across the road next door mm. so i don't really feel the impact of that loneliness as yeah. much but if you were to move and i mean who's to say that i'll stay there forever i definitely might not um 
you do need to factor in the fact that, you know, you might not be around your friends yeah. or family to support yeah. you. And these are really practical things that people need to think about when considering the option of moving out. Facts. And you've, you've also got to think about your burn rate, right? A lot of people think like, oh, I've got loads of money saved up. So yeah. let me move out. And it's like, okay, you're going to add this new, very, very high expense to your monthly expenditure. Yeah. All that money you have saved, if you're not thinking about how you're going to replenish it, mm. it's going to finish a lot quicker yeah. than it took you to save it, right? Are you willing to commit to that, right? If you don't have enough to cover your rent for maybe three, four, six months, are you going, are you to... going to, do you get what I mean? And a lot of people may think, well, I'm really secure in my job. You just never know what will happen, exactly right? You this. never know what what may come and interrupt your um, income. So you have to really think about my burn rate. Am I going to be able to afford this? Mm. And affordability is a huge part of buying a house, renting a house, even Okay, not to be honest, living at home, you can be broke and be fine. So <laughs> but affordability matters. Can you afford it mm. and afford it comfortably? Mm. I think a lot of people will think, yeah, I can afford it. But if you're going to be left with zero in your bank at the end of the month, you're going to be affording it, but very uncomfortable you because you're, impa- you're not, you can't afford it. You can't eat. So thank you. Or one unexpe- unexpected bill, or one unexpected expense, mm. and you're completely lost, yeah. you know? So think about your burn rate. Do I have enough cash to be able to burn? And basically what your burn rate is, is the amount that I have saved, mm. how long would that cover me compared to my monthly expenditure? Yeah. So if you have 10,000 pounds or $10,000 saved in your account and your monthly expenditure is 2,000, if no money came in, you have enough to last you five months and that's it, that's right? It. So you've got to think about how much do I have to burn through? Yeah. How much am I making? Is this a sustainable lifestyle? Because it's a lifestyle decision. Many people do move for essential reasons like safety, overcrowding in their home, stuff mm. like that. But for most of us, it's like a lifestyle choice. I want to move out. I want to experience a new phase in my life can you afford it yeah. real and be real with yourself don't be hopeful don't think about yourself on your best days yeah. think about yourself in the worst of times when you're spending recklessly can you actually afford it mm. so delving a little bit more deeply into the things that you should consider if mm. you do want to move out um or stay at home yeah what would you say are kind of like the main things that people should look out for when making um, that decision so like your overheads right yeah, you're yeah. going to first of all where are you gonna go right are you oh. going to go are you trying to <laughs> look for a place in your city yeah. near your you know your home your childhood home yeah. or your family home are you going to move are you happy to move anywhere are you moving because of work you've mm-hmm. got to be near a place of employment or can you work remotely right don't think now because oh we're all working from home yeah but we hopefully there'll be a time where we can go back yeah. to the offices yeah. if you've then moved a hundred miles away it's like oh Sorry, I don't reside there anymore. (laughs) (laughs) You know, so you've got to think, am I going to be near my place of work? Um, But also then overhead costs. What's the rent? What's my rent budget? Mm -hmm. What's my uh, bills, utility budget? So electricity, heating, Mm -hmm. water, if you have to pay for stuff like that. Um, And actually write down a figure that's an estimate for this. I think there are resources online you can go to that allow you to check for um, a home of this size, maybe one bedroom flat with like, you know, a separate toilet and bath or like a living room and a kitchen, whatever. I'm sure there are resources like that who will help you calculate. Okay, on a month, you could expect to pay 
30 pounds yeah. a month or 30 dollars a month on your utility um so calculate that put the biggest like overestimate mm. if you overestimate you can never go wrong you'll always have money left over or you'll always be in budget right so overestimate write all of these things down if you have a certain tax that you need to pay do you need to pay um a ground rent do you need to pay for like a insurance of some kind you've got to think about this and then your current lifestyle expenses your netflix subscription your phone bill all the things that will continue even though you've moved and then money to live groceries clothes you've got to accommodate all of these things if you make any donations you've got to accommodate all of these things within your budget and you've got to think okay can I actually afford this right now will I still have disposable income after do I need to create another stream of income or do I need to just save for a bit longer whilst I figure out all of these things right um yeah that's what I would say you need to consider I think you also need to consider what happens if for example my financial situation changes yeah. and i lose my job yeah. or i lose my mainstream of income how long do i have to take care of myself because the worst thing um and god forbid it happens to anybody right but it's a reality you move you you're freshly moved out and then two months later you lose your job or something happens where yeah. it's like oh i don't have the same amount of money as i had coming in do you have enough savings to make rent make rent whilst you navigate this new normal you might not yeah and you've got to think about do you have an emergency fund yeah like that's that's literally it so i would say those are the things how much is it going to cost you um and can you afford it definitely i very much agree with literally everything that you said Mm. um especially in terms of making sure that you have an emergency fund yeah and being proactive in ensuring if you can Mm. still continue to save even as you rent like that was a big thing for me i didn't want to just move and then get by yeah i wanted to make sure that i could afford to you know be outside of my parents yeah. house but also still continue to save right. because i actually want to buy a home right um so yeah being on top of your finances i mean we've covered it in depth in our in season one when we talked about budgeting mm. making sure that you have some kind of system where you log your expenses yeah. and log your savings and investments or anything else that you're doing yeah. and being very very intentional about where your money goes yeah um and being transparent with yourself as well because yeah it's important and if you are a frivolous spender you need to nip it in the bud if you don't even just about to say that (laughs) don't even think about moving out if you're a frivolous spender yeah i was just about like and this is not to say like you can't enjoy yourself or anything like that but Mm. all of this um you know uh what do you call it deliveries and stuff like yeah. that you can't be doing that kind of frivolous spending yeah. when you move it's, out it's, it's a behavior your change budget. yeah exactly. you're gonna have to change your whole behavior you have a new responsibility now it's like when people get kids yeah you gotta change you got <laughs> you've got to somebody change. else has to eat and it's on you to make sure that they yeah, eat that's it you've got to change. you really need to get comfortable you know talking about money and i feel like for me growing up in an environment where like money wasn't always mm. at the forefront of people's mm. minds or like at least something that was always actively discussed yeah this was very much something that I had to go out of my way to like pick up and mm. learn and develop and stuff like that and the one good thing about like not living with your family is in terms of maturity levels yeah. it has to increase by right. force. by force when you are paying bills 
you will perform better at work because yeah. you know you got this. <laughs> meeting them monthly KPIs. You know you're meeting them KPIs. You are talking to your manager with a smile because you yeah. know that you need to bring money bank or the side hustles that you're working on. All of a sudden you, you have hard. a new vim in life because you know that you don't have that safety net. Yeah. In fact, the safety net is you. Mm. So when you know that you're the only person, you're depending on you. Yeah. You're the only person that you're depending on. Yeah. You need to change. Especially if you are thinking of moving out, you need to change. Yeah, so or if true. you're in a situation where you're, you, you know, you're already renting and stuff like that, or you're, you own a home, but you're a frivolous spender, stop it. Right. Stop it. Right. Because there are ways like, especially if you're a homeowner, thinking about things like paying off your mortgage yeah. early is such an option. Or um, if you're renting, being able to have like lump sums available away in like an account somewhere that's locked so that if something does happen, you can actually access it and you're good. It might even take getting used to it before you actually make, take the plunge and move. So if it's a case of like, okay, on a monthly basis, could I even save the amount that I would give for rent? Right. And just put it aside, save another you know, a part of actual savings for something else like buying a house in the future or mm. a holiday or whatever. And also my monthly expenses, right? Could I, if I get used to the idea of another lump sum coming out before it actually has to come out, yeah. I can see if I'll be able to meet the requirement, right? So practice it. Like if you know, okay, my budget for, I want to move out by the end of the year, my budget for it would be 900 pounds a month mm. or like my utilities and my rent let me start putting aside 900 pounds a month and seeing how it affects me. Like seeing how much it challenges me to scrimp back on my spending or if it's even sustainable. If you find yourself dipping back into that 900 pounds, it's not realistic, sis, because you can't go back to your landlord and be like, I need that rent money I gave you last month. I need to run it back. (laughs) Listen, and they collect on time every single month. First of the month for a rent, make sure the rent is there. They They don't play. play. Because it's a legally binding contractual agreement. So, this isn't, so make sure you're ready for it. This isn't, you know, a Barclays saving account <laughs> that you can dip into. This isn't a Starling bank account you can dip into. Yeah. Whatever HSBC, whatever bank you bank with, yeah. where you can dip in and transfer and all that. Listen, I came for you, man, that were out here, um, what do you call it, dipping into your help to buyers and stuff. I'm coming <laughs> for you again. You can't dip into your rent money. Yeah. And also I want to make the point that as it's not even just a decision about like moving out. Sometimes you might have to make the decision in reverse where you've moved out and you actually have to go back to your parents' home. Right. And there's actually no shame in that. At I think all. there's and a lot not of failure. Exactly. There's so much stigma around like, oh, okay, cool. For a season of time, like maybe I've lost my job or like money isn't there or yeah. just whatever family emergency or yeah. emergency you're dealing with. And it's now become untenable for you to continue living mm. alone or, you know, living outside of your parents' house. There's no shame in going back there for That's a season. All. A yeah. lot of people went back to their family home when, you know, the pandemic hit. Yeah. Because it made the most sense. Yeah. And I think it's just about making sure that you make the decisions that make the most sense for you. Mm. Don't feel shame. Don't feel like pressured by what everyone else is doing or social media and all yeah. that kind of stuff. Because everybody is operating under their own set of circumstances. And when you try to implement stuff from other people's circumstances onto your own, it's a recipe for disaster and failure. True. Like, okay, you're moving back home. Cool. Doesn't mean you're going to be there forever. And it might be the best thing for you then. hundred percent. And you don't think about like, the essence of TMS anyway is stop thinking about what other people think and start thinking about what's best for you in your future and sometimes that short-term quote-unquote pain or inconvenience or you know 
it's not the most ideal situation for some people. For me, it's ideal, sure. I don't like <laughs> So <laughs> living in my parents' house is like, yeah, for as long as possible. Um, but for a lot of people, it's not ideal, right? Sometimes living in an, an unideal situation that yeah. is still comfortable yeah. so that you could have that delayed gratification and reach that long-term goal, maybe even faster. Mm. It's worth it at the yes. end of the day, you know, you won't regret that in hindsight. Um, and you've just got to make the most of it when you're, when you're in it. So even with that, then what keeps coming to my mind is you often find people have this question of, okay, so should I rent or should I buy? Yeah. What do you think? <sighs> Guess what? It depends. Mm. Um, with most things. <laughs> with most things, because it's really frustrating because it feels like there's a stigma both ways like you mm. can't win yeah if you stay in your parents home people are gonna say stuff if you rent people are gonna say stuff like yeah. why are you not buying yeah it's expensive and <sighs> buying doesn't always make sense for everybody because remember you this have to raise it. a deposit you there's a lot more um financial back checking that occurs when you buy a house yes. a lot of it and compared to renting like the process is pretty straightforward when you're renting reference checks yeah tenancy agreement all that kind of good stuff but when you're buying a home there's a lot you need to go 100%. through. And also it's not always everyone's goal. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think that that's where people can sometimes get it messed up. Yeah. Home ownership, whilst it's an amazing accomplishment, not everybody has that as a goal yeah. in their life. Yeah. I think it's a, it's a very, don't project your expectations onto other people because what may be important to you is not important to other people. Mm. For me, owning a home is important to me. Will it break my self-esteem if I don't do it? Absolutely not. But it's something that I want to achieve. For other people, they may be thinking, I don't want to own a home. Mm. Owning a home means that I'm going to have to be committed to something. And that lack of commitment is actually better suited to them because maybe they want to travel. Maybe that deposit that you would use to tie it up into a house may be better leveraged as a business investment rather than a home deposit, right? All of that is very, very dependent on the individual circumstance Mm. and their goals and aspirations i think a lot of us think owning a home should be an aspiration for everyone no no it really doesn't have to be like you might have aspirations for something completely different and that's fine and and there's other ways of acquiring wealth exactly the next thing that people usually go to is oh but it's a great investment which is very true the way homes appreciate in value and even from rental yield and income is very beneficial to your pocket right Mm -hmm. it's it's a profitable thing but there are other ways to accumulate wealth over the long term yeah um and whilst you may invest in properties as well you just might not want to be pin to one place yeah but there are benefits to ownership too yeah that's you know true. a and lot of people see rent as like wasted money mm. um or putting money in somebody else's pocket it may be worth the short-term investment or if you're really comfortable to be able to do it or yeah you may think actually i do want to save up and be based in one place and just know that after i've paid you know 25 years or however much um of mortgage it will be mine, mm. right? And mm. and that may be worthwhile if you don't plan on moving around or buying another property. Yeah. Or even if you do, it may make sense to your plan and your goals. Not everyone has the same plans or the same goals. And that's it. Like, even thinking about something like a, a mortgage, right? A lot of people have the whole argument that it's an asset. Mm. But it only becomes an asset, really, once you've paid it off. Yeah. Or at least once you're making money from yeah. it. Until then, you still have to pay it. 
you still at the end of the day whatever option you choose you still have to pay something yeah something yeah, it's just about the amount the it's, still, it's just the amount that's coming out yeah. now and how much you're willing to part with really and again yeah it's about your like preferences like for example you might want to rent and then when you move in with a partner for example yeah you might want to buy yeah or you might just want to rent and move around yeah and not be like welded to one place until you've decided, yeah, I kind of actually want to buy. Yeah. Or you might want to stay in your parents' home and wait and save up and yeah. then buy straight away. Yeah. All are very viable options. Extremely. And at the end of the day, if, you know, anyone has a problem with it, they should honestly just mind the business that pays them. <laughs> because the, <laughs> poking your nose into other people's business is not a salaried role. No, nope, it's, it's never not. profitable. It's not profitable. And I think, yeah, it's it's very much about what suits you. Um, the one thing that I would say though for all options is just do your research. Yeah. Do your research. There's so much. And I'm sure we're gonna delve a bit more deeply into the home ownership yeah. um segment at some point. But as kind of like a an intro and comparative mm. um conversation, there are a lot of costs that come with home oh, ownership. Majorly. You guys think it's just the mortgage and the deposit. Majorly. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Just in putting together an application, yeah, it's the a amount lot. of money that you have to put it's is a crazy. Lot. Yeah, you've got to pay solicitors fees, mortgage broker, your accountant, if you have one to sort, if you're self-employed, yeah. um, to sort out your accounts. You have to go through credit checks. So you may need to go and, you know, brush up on your credit um, and get credit cards mm-hmm. involved in that. There's a lot to actually sort out on the paper side of things, viewing yeah. the estate agents, all of that. And then you can even find the perfect place, have been approved for a mortgage. And then your mortgage offer gets pulled or you just get rejected from your offer. And you're thinking, so I've got to start this all over again. Um, And then on top of that, there's a deposit that you've got to have enough, you know, money to pay your first month or couple months of mortgage. And then you still got bills. You still got insurance you got to pay for. If you've got a mortgage, you need life insurance. So you've got to pay that. you got to buy furniture. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta pay. Um, you might have to pay council tax. Oh no, you will have to pay council tax. <laughs> <laughs> you live in the UK, or you may have a state fee that you yep. have to pay to your state. Yep. Um, then you've got water and utilities. Yep. All of these things rack up so quickly. Are you ready for that commitment? Yeah. Again, do your research. Delve deeply into other people's stories yeah. if you can. Like. Um, one of our like favorite examples is our honorary big sis Lydia Dingot, Woo-hoo! of course, um, who's doing some amazing stuff. Yeah. Um, on her home renovations right now, her story and her journey is just super transparent and really helpful. Yeah. Um. So we, if you haven't already checked out, <laughs> sis, I don't know what you're doing. <laughs> but if you haven't already checked it out, definitely go and check. Yeah. Um. Check that journey out and check out what she has to say about definitely. that. Definitely. Um. Because it's important. Like a lot. It's so. There's so few and far between yeah. of people that you can really look at and say, ah, oh, okay, this feels relatable. Like mm-hmm. I can really understand mm-hmm. understand it. And I think also, like our generation, like it's such a big thing to to own a home in this current yeah. climate. Yeah, it's such a big so thing. Hard. It's so, it's so difficult. Hard. Yeah, but also I think because our generation and just mindsets are changing so much, I think there are less people who want to own a home, mm. right? Because it's kind of like. I want to move around. Mm -hmm, I mm -hmm. want to move to different countries. Um, I want to experience new things. Okay. Like if I accumulate my wealth in mutual funds, for example, why do I need to get a house? If I could just give my, you know, children or my grandchildren an inheritance of 
my assets, my stocks and my shares. Whilst yeah. people say, okay, property is more stable in its um, accruement, okay, but there are other options. Yeah. yeah? yeah. And this is not us being anti home ownership because yeah. I want to own a home. Renee Likewise. wants to own a home. Um, it's more so think about it. Don't jump into things because everyone seems to be doing it. Listen, a debt of hundreds of thousands of pounds or dollars is not something you do just because it's fashionable this is not a Birkin bag this is a (laughs) home and they will kick you out the bank will take back your home if you don't keep up with your mortgage repayments or some of you may be aiming to buy a home with cash Mm -hmm. and that's great like but that's a lot of saving even oh gosh let's even backpedal are you (laughs) eligible to purchase a home because if your credit score is not quite there if your credit score is poor you have no not even if it's poor if you don't have any credit history you're not going to be approved for a mortgage so you need to focus your attention (laughs) attention elsewhere yeah like you are not even being approved for amounts of credit cards for a hundred pounds limit so i don't know where oh wow that was shady I mean, <laughs> it's true because I, I was there. I was like, it's, yeah, I'm going to jump to home ownership. And yeah. I saw my credit score. And it's not that it was poor, but it was just that I hadn't actually built my credit score. Yeah, same. So how did I think I was going to own a home <laughs> if I have nothing to show for yeah, it? Yeah, and it's a massive thing to think about. I think it's always great, though, to introduce yourself to these factors from early on so you can start preparing like now you know okay I want to own a home my credit score needs to be good you start preparing right and you're only 23 so I think it's getting yourself um exposed to the realities of these situations yeah and knowing that it is achievable though that's one thing I do want to know I think it's so easy to think will this actually be possible Mm. will this be something that I actually do especially if you haven't seen examples of it in your real life like it's easy to think, ah, oh, this is so out of reach, but you can do it if you are saving for a house or if you are saving currently to be able to move into your own place. Yeah. Sis, well done. Kudos to you. And I hope that you get it not just soon, but in the right time. And I think that that's what's the most beautiful thing. Like in seeing you having moved out, it's the joy it brings you to know this was a goal. I've reached it. Mm. And now I can do it comfortably. It's yeah. sustainable. That's so beautiful to see. Um, and I think it's also in knowing you're doing what's best for you, yeah. right? You're not doing things based off of other people's opinions because that's not what's going to sustain you at the I end mean. of the day. That's not what's going to keep you alive and keep you well. Um, it's going to run you down. So actually, if you want to be a homeowner, if you want to stay and live at home, um, if you want to own, if you want to rent, that's fine. That Whatever you choose is actually fine. Don't let anybody rush you. Don't let anybody tell you what it is you should and should not do unless they are actually qualified to give you advice and you feel like you respect their voice. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of people who are here doing clubhouse rooms on home ownership who still live in a basement oh in someone goodness. else's oh home. Oh my God. The light <laughs> in here just decreased because of the shades. No, but if, if you think about it, A lot of people will be telling you, oh, like own a home because it's a great investment. Have you made that investment? No, No. you've just done loads of research, right? Into what is good and what's bad. But you don't know the- I'm crying. (laughs) But am I lying? (laughs) It's like those people in clubhouse rooms that do, you know, how to become a millionaire this year. What's your net worth? Tell us. It's even negative. Tell us the truth. It's even negative. There you go. Like I can't, I can't tell you what it is I have not done I could tell you but I shouldn't impose it on you as something you should do yeah because I haven't walked that walk right so don't just listen to people who have the theory 
listen to people who have done it and they can actually give you insight into what is beneficial and what is not. I think there's this rush to always move in our generation. Like we get an idea and we're like, let me do it now. Let's go. (laughs) You know, and it's like, you know what, this may actually be for next year or two years time. You know, I know some of you are going to say, God forbid, but maybe even 10 years time. Like (laughs) there's no... There's no need like for it to happen. Ten years time have. is not even that. That's the thing. Where some of us are very afraid of aging. Yeah. Oh, that's another. That's especially women, women, right? Women are afraid of aging. Sis, you, it's a natural part of life, and it's it, cool. those seasons should be embraced. Like, it's okay. Live in the moment now. Live in your youth, but you won't be young forever. Exactly. Right? And it's the same with anything else. Those things will come. There will be a season where you move into your own place because you've thought about it, you've planned for it, you've made it a goal and you've achieved it. Mm. But it doesn't have to be today. And you shouldn't be... If you are dissatisfied with the position you're in now, right, that's completely fine. But don't let it be because other people are shaming you. Or in your head, you're thinking, I should be here by now. I should be doing this by now. According to who? If it's not according to you, then... We have a problem. We have Houston, a problem. We have a whole problem because yeah. you need to really be diligent and prepare for these seasons. Yeah. Remember, you can't jump from season to season without a transition period. Yeah. And if you're not prepared, then you're not going to make the jump. Yeah. You'll fall and probably go back to the season before the season. You Even were worse. Exactly. You, will, <laughs> like, crying about. you will regress. <laughs> so really thinking about like, yes, you have goals, but it's also not the end of the world when you stretch the timelines yeah. a little bit to be more realistic yeah. and to allow you to like, give you some breathing space. Like if you are anything like us and, you know, you are either, you know, under 20 or in mm. your early 20s, late 20s, even like early 30s, yeah. wherever you are, you still have time. Definitely. You have time. There's yeah. so much time. I know we say life is short and all that kind of rubbish but you have time yeah. and something like home ownership something like you know having your own space something like big financial commitments don't have to be rushed just because yeah. you feel like they validate your season or your stage definitely they don't definitely. have to be rushed chill yeah and they that you're right like validation is the perfect word these things don't validate you yeah right they are great accomplishments yeah. they are great but they are things external of you your intrinsic value is not attached to whether you own a home or not, or whether you still live at home or not, right? It's in the development of yourself, your mind, your knowledge, your character. Those are the things that birth owning a home. Like you're saying about those transitional periods, those require character change. Those require a new acquirement of knowledge, right? Those things are what leads to the fruit of owning a home right the own ownership the home ownership is not the beginning of your self-esteem it's just proof that you are able to accomplish something through the development of yourself through Mm. your personal development so let your personal development be the focus everything else will be a fruit of that everything else will follow ah A happy ending after all, folks. (laughs) Well, well, well. Unfortunately, guys, we have reached the end of that episode. And we would love to hear what you have to say about 
living conditions mm. are you living at home are you renting are you thinking about owning a home have you already got a home have you already got several homes mm. we definitely love to talk to you <laughs> <laughs> you can always let us know what you think by adding us on instagram come and join the community that's really popping at to my sisterhood and of course say hi to us personally on our pages at cd Barting and at renee kapuku or you can tweet us with the hashtag to my sisters and join the sisterhood by signing up to our weekly newsletter so we can grow and glow together we will talk to you very soon and remember keep glowing and growing mom deserves better than a drugstore card this mother's day surprise her with a truly special personalized card from moonpig add your favorite photos a heartfelt message and we'll even mail it for you the same day all for just five dollars From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com